You're listening to Remote Office the FM episode 49, the story behind coworking and the future of work. I'm your host Lima Hati. We're happy to announce our guest today, founder of Freedom X Face and Coworkation. Freedom X Face is six days location independent event which collaborate work and play. The event is combined normal conferences and festival site which you can have talks and attended workshop in more intimate way. Now let's listen our conversation with Stuart Jones. Welcome to Remote Office. I'm happy to have you in the show, Stuart. You are the founder of Coworkation. How you come up with the Coworkation at the first time? Um, so yeah, great, great to be with you here, Lee, and uh, yeah, f- thank you for inviting me on. It's an honour. Um, but so, Coworkation, um, I, I came up with the idea probably, I think, about three or four years ago um, when I. Maybe it was four or five years ago now. I'm getting a bit older, so time, time, time goes. Um, but um, it was when I discovered co-working spaces. I was quite late in actually discovering co-working spaces for some reason. Um, but I was in uh, Melbourne. I was just visiting some friends and family because I've been sort of based in Barcelona. But anyway, I read an article about co-working, thought, oh, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> co-working, and that's what I needed when I was setting up businesses Um, in Barcelona and didn't know anyone and sort of like, you know, like the co-working space would, would have been great back in those days. Um, so I went in and checked, out, checked it out and spent a month uh, working from a co-working space, loved it and thought, yeah, this is a great idea. Um, but like, to me, what seems like the natural evolution of co-working is to combine co-working with travel. Um, because these people sitting in these co-working spaces, um, have quite a bit of freedom, um, different levels and degrees of freedom um, to be able to work from anywhere. But, you know, like, so uh, well, why don't they do what I've been doing over, you know, the past 15 years and just taking their work and, and working from other parts of the world and combining it with travel or, you know, just going to work in somewhere beautiful for um, a few months or somewhere different. Uh, so it seemed to me very much a, a natural progression of where co-working would be, would go to. So um, I sort of like thought like, or the, the name co-workation um, sprang to mind, like a mix between co-working and va- vacation. Um, I actually thought the concept would have existed already because I thought, I mean, it, it just seems so, so, so much of a, an obvious um, thing to me. But I did a bit of a Google search, looked around online, and there was nothing that actually um, existed, and, and I didn't find any um, reference to the word co-workation. And I just uh, kind of had the intuition that um, that a, a co-workation would actually become a, um, what is it, a noun or a verb? I don't know, but it'd be, a, it'd be used as a word that um, there, like, and uh, workation would be the same. Um, yeah. So I registered the .com, um, registered the... Um, the the tra- trademark or um, whatever it is, um, and then um, yeah, and, and just sort of sat on it because I had other businesses that I was running, um, and but finally uh, I sold off some shares in my other companies and um, and sort of structured them so I didn't have to work on those because they were no longer my passion. I um, mean, I really was itching at, um, to get to uh, get to work on on the co-location concepts. So. A couple of years ago, I flew out to Bali um, with a, um, a small team that um, had been working with me on um, project in Barcelona, um, um, and we 
we got to work on it and um, yeah, brought it into existence. So you have several location for the co-location. Is it co-living or travel, like digital nomad travel or location independent travel? Yeah, so our focus is more towards location independent professionals as opposed to the digital nomad side. Um, and the distinction sort of being, uh, I think, is is the digital nomad is nomadic by nature. Um, they're, or, you know, like they're traveling around and, and that might be moving very frequently or less frequently, you know, like it's, it, um, it's, that will vary. Whereas a location independent professional um, is someone that's sitting in a co-working space or works from home. Um, they have a home, like they have a home base, but they actually have like a bit of freedom and their location independent to be able to um, work from anywhere. And that's more our target market, I guess, because, um, I'm, I'm more now fit into that category. Uh, I have been digital nomad at different phases throughout my life, um, even though the term didn't exist back in those days. But um, nowadays, like, I, I you know, I, I sort of get a bit tired of living out of suitcases and uh, moving around. I quite like having an actual base um, and, and just, like, having a home. Um, but then go, going away every now and then, like, um, uh, at certain points during the year. I'm in Bali, for example, um, at the moment and going to sp um, spend uh, a month working from here. So that's sort of, it's, I guess it's because it's more sort of um, um, my interests sort of I'm more aligned with that location independent side. I'm a little bit older than a lot of the digital nomads are. Um, so, um, yeah, that's that, that's what we do. We, um, we don't tend to uh, have a, any fixed co-living spaces, even though I think that's a really interesting um, business model and it's something which I'm contemplating moving into um, uh, in, in the not-too-distant future. However, at the moment, we, we did actually um, play around with having a co-living space and we I partnered um, in a co-living space in Barcelona uh, um. earlier on in the – actually, no, it was last year um, – but just um, pulled out and there was some, I don't know, there's legality issues with co-living um, and, uh, yeah, it sort of wasn't something which I wanted to put risk into. So, but the business model I think is really quite fascinating and interesting. So we tend to um, do short-term short retreats um, basically for people to get out of their normal day-to-day -day environment um, and get into an inspirational place um, to break um, – you know, break their patterns of thought, transcend their patterns um, uh, to really sort of like put their life and their business in perspective. So that's that's what we do right at the moment. So that's why you create Freedom Festival or Freedom uh, Fest? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> because you said retreat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, look, I mean, it's very related and co-location and Freedom X Fest um, uh, are aligned um, but I guess there's different motivations. Co-location is a, is a company. It's a startup. It's a small little thing within this whole big movement, which I call the location independent movement or the LIM. Um, and we are one of those startups um, within that. But there's um, you know, a lot of others that are popping up around the world um, that are uh, within this movement. 
And the idea behind Freedom X Fest is to unite that movement and to look at the movement um, as to what what it's made up of. And look, primarily um, or on a deeper sort of fundamental basis, it's it's, it's got to do with the, um, how the way we in which we live and work is changing. Um, and that's changing on a variety of levels, but then tying it in with location independence and the freedom that one gets from um, having location independence. So we look at, you know, like digital nomadism is, is one of those areas, um, but it's location independence, workplace flexibility, um, and looking at that from a corporate level, um, looking at lifestyle design. So when you're location independent, um, looking at how that can and does impact you from a relationship or a family level, um, looking at how location independence can impact upon society, um, both in the developed and the developing world, because there's definitely um, there's differences in, in the impacts that that can have. Um, and uh, remote teams, distributed workforces, um, uh alternative ways of working and living and lifestyle models um, there. So the idea is to bring that all together in one event um, and really to sort of uh, uh, bring awareness to the the new ways of in which we're working and living. Um, so um, through PR campaigns, through just um, how we can reach uh, more mainstream society by banding together. Um, so I think it's a very beneficial from a B to C level. Um, I'm very excited about meeting other people with other companies um, similar to co-location or within the, the movement um, and then looking at potential collaborations but also just learning as well, learning from like, what else is going on um, within this movement and then from a B to C level, um, so I beat the first one, there's the B2B level, the B2C level, um, as well, just the, through the brand awareness that, um, our, all our different companies can be getting at the festival, um, by, you know, having a lot of attendees that are interested in this whole new, um, whole new, um, movement. So, you know, they might come on a co-workation trip or they might be, um, interested in remote office or remote year, or, you know, be looking at how they can be, um, finding jobs, um, uh, uh, that are location independent. Um, so I think it can really benefit uh, all our individual businesses, um, just as what any conference, um, I guess, were, would do. Uh, could you tell us about the Freedom X Fest event details? Like one day mm. you have a discussion about future yeah. work, or next day, what else? Yeah, so it's it's six days. It's it's done over six days, um, and the location was key for this because what we're talking about is how there's a fusion between work and life, um, and we can, if we're location independent um, or have more workplace flexibility, we can get more out of life and. Um, so when we're looking at the location, we didn't want to do this just in any um, city location in a sort of a normal conference venue. It needed to be unique. It needed to be inspiring. It needed to be somewhere where we could do the conference side of things but also do the festival side of things. So we've got the work thing covered. We've got the life thing covered. So we've got um, a couple of different stages. So the, the location is two hours from Barcelona uh, in the middle of the Pyrenees. 
used to be um, an old village um, that was um, uh, it's got 12 cottages but it's been reconstructed and now um, uh, these cottages can be rented out um, for events or like you know like for um, holidays and these kind of things we've rented out the whole um, village let's say um, the 12 cottages it comes with 250 hectares of land oh. um, there's rock climbing um, on natural walls there's um, football fields there's a, a chapel there for meditation room there's um, hiking beautiful hiking trails um, there's football badminton archery there's farm animals uh, there's so there's lots to do in, in, in this place and it's it's a really um, stunning uh, location so so the idea is that during the um, the day there'll be you know a lot of like the conferency kind of side of things with talks and workshops and panels. Uh, we also want to make it quite interactive. So there'll be like a format called called fishbowl discussions, where it's a lot more inter- interactive, where people that are attendees of the events are able to get involved in these discussions um, as part of larger groups or smaller, more intimate groups as well, because. Now, a lot of people are either li- li- uh, living location independent lifestyles and so have a lot of knowledge about the different topics, are more interested in talking about it. Others are, um, uh, are fascinated or curious or wanting to make a transition, so they will have questions. So we will have a lot of interactive stuff. Um, and then of an evening, there is um, music and DJs that we've oh. got. Those- <laughs> Uh, we've got a NASA astronomer that's working on the James Webb project um, uh, coming in and he's doing um, stargazing hikes. Um, we're going to be doing like fuck up nights. Um, am I allowed to say that on podcast? Sorry. <laughs> that's what it is called. Uh, um, and, um, yeah, like, and so, you know, a lot of other entertainment sort of, of, of an evening uh, as well. Um, we'll be having like some food trucks, uh, there'll be like some massage tables and things like that, um, yoga of the morning. So heaps going on. So, yeah, it's, it's extremely exciting. <laughs> yeah, nicely there. Um, yeah. As a co-working owner, what do you think the, uh, the future of co-working might be? It will be connected or partner with other industry? Um, yeah, look, bear in mind, um, so I'm, I'm not a traditional co-working owner. I actually was a partner in a co-working space in Barcelona, but I didn't really have too much of a hands-on role with that. It was more sort of from an investment level. Um, but I sort of see, like, so future of co-working, I think, is, well, firstly, <laughs> we'll start going on lots of co-workations, won't they leave? <laughs> um but I think more and more people like, will start to look at um, how they structure their work life. Um, what I've seen from co-working spaces, um, and I know like it, it varies a lot, but from what I've seen, a lot of like the, the work models and people's paradigms hasn't actually really changed a whole lot in my opinion. Um, people still sort of go into like these um, co-working spaces get their computers out, do a nine till five, Monday to Friday, sometimes a bit longer, then leave and then they don't sort of come in on the weekends. They might open up their laptop. But it's kind of like, okay, right, um, people have stepped out of you know, the, the office environment. Some will say a cubicle environment, if you want to sort of be negative towards that. But um, sort of like that traditional sort of like work nine till five there. Um, 
people have more freedom to be able to um, design their work schedules in a different way um, on an increasing level. But I feel as though, and it's just my opinion, eh, they haven't really contemplated on a deeper sort of or a more philosophical or more lifestyle design sort of level as to, okay, hang on, maybe I could structure my life a little bit differently. Um, and you know, we all talk about and know that like some people work better in the morning or in the evening. Um, and we sort of like tending to not switch off on weekends, um, or even when we go away. But I think what, um, uh, a concept that I sort of like try and work with, which, you know, I think might actually catch on, um, at sort of in with co-working but also location independent people it's it's about that shift away from a 40-hour work week to a 168-hour life week um and really just trying to look at okay right I've got different um different priorities and facets of my life that I need to be taking care of um work is one of them but there's a whole bunch of other um, elements that I need to be uh, uh, taking into in consideration and being proactive about actually structuring how we work and um work and live um with that but looking at it from a broader um 168 hour life week perspective on a more holistic approach uh, i guess so i think the people will be doing that i also think that people will be traveling uh, more um whether that be on organized trips or but i think you know a lot more so people just picking up their laptops and going to work from bali or thailand or, Ber- or berlin or Costa Rica or whatever, like someone's going to go and work from there for a month or two, and they'll be increasingly able to do that. Um, so I think that'll be another shift um, where whereby you know, people are starting to do it a little bit more, um, but I think that's just um, going to really uh, you know, skyrocket as some people leave their co-working space and they go and work from somewhere different, exotic for a month or so and they go and tell their work colleagues about it in their co-working space well I think um, people go oh that's a good idea I'm going to do that as well Um, and also because communities are starting to form in different locations around the world Canary Islands, uh, Medellin, Colombia, Bali, Thailand these kind of places so you know you're not just going there and and being isolated there's like-minded people in these locations so I think that will very much become uh, more and more commonplace. Great vision. What's your dream, the next dream that you want to accomplish from co-occasion and Freedom X space in five till ten years? Um, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I've got this. So one of my problems is I have too many ideas and of where we want to go. So I'm going to let it play out a little bit. Um, but one thing, you know, like I, I want to take things to the next level. Um, and when I say that, I mean it from two different levels, if that makes sense. Um, the first level, I'm extremely passionate about uniting the location independent movement and looking at what this is and what this means on a more far-ranging or far-reaching impact on a uh, on a global and society level. Um, so I'm really wanting to look at, you know, like there's there's – there's some really interesting people within this um, and, and at, uh, at running remote conference where I was just at um, last week. Uh, there's some people with um, higher level businesses, more employees, more revenue, business owners that are really like that can help us bring this um, shift forward um, and reach make more of an impact. So 
are looking at trying to unite that and unite the different strengths and different elements of, of that um, because I think we can uh, collaboratively have a much greater impact. Uh, so that's, um, you know, I guess one of my primary interests. And then the, the from a co-location level um, is really looking at it from, uh, well, where do we move forward with this? And co-living is certainly one of those areas where I think the business model is e extremely exciting um, and we can incorporate property development into that. So, you know, it does like looking at property development, real estate, these kind of things. So that's something which I'm very um, interested in exploring on a deeper level um, and sort of had a couple of contacts with people recently on that um the focus can't be going on it it's more sort of after freedom x fest whereby i'll be able to look at sort of some of those um bigger scale projects but uh yeah that's sort of where where i'm looking at sort of how we can really take that to the next level um of, of creating really uh, uh incredible and inspiring experiences for um, people that want to mix work with life Thank you so much for listening this episode. If you want to know the latest updates from Freedom Express or Co-Vacation, you can check out their website freedomexpress.com or you could also follow them on Twitter at Co-Vacation. Likewise, you can also follow us at Event Office School. Stay tuned for the next episode with Seth Wing.